0: Good morning, Stevens Creek Church. It is so good to be with y'all here today. And for those who are looking at me a little bit strange right now, my name is Dan Leanne, and I was born in Melbourne, Australia. That's the reason my voice is this way. Uh, My mother and father are Chinese. That's the reason my face is this way. Uh, But four years ago, my wife and I and our two children moved to Anderson, South Carolina. That's the reason I have type 2 diabetes. And... That's where I also get to serve as a teaching pastor at a church called New Spring Church. So we have 14 campuses around the state of South Carolina and it is an honor and privilege to be a part of the team there. As well as that, I get to travel around this blue rock that God made talking about Jesus. Uh, Literally on my business card, it says gospel ninja, have sermon, will travel. And I've traveled around this world and I've seen a lot. My eyes are small, but they're surprisingly strong. And I can tell you, uh, when I see a beautiful church, I can pick it, and this is a beautiful church. So, uh, hey, South Campus, how you doing? I'm, I'm sure you're a beautiful, aesthetically pleasing group as well, uh, but the group in this room right now, come on, I'm telling you, you made a good choice to get along to church this morning. So give yourselves a hand, because you could be doing a whole bunch of things on this rainy Augusta morning, but you chose to come to the house of the Lord to worship your creator, to experience his love, to encourage the people around you. Come on, and to receive a word. And that's what I have for you today. I'm so grateful for Pastor Marty and Pastor Dave and Ashley for opening up the door for me. And I just want to bring a really simple word to you. Uh, There's a countdown clock here, and I got told that if I stick to time in this service, I'm being taken out for a free brunch. And you understand, I like me a free brunch. And so I'm going to be getting into this really, really quick. But really simply, I've got a word for you. Now, I spent some time last week just pressing into the heart of God about a very unique fresh bread word for my friends at Stephen Creek. Uh, Stevens Creek, that's what you call. Stevens Creek Reach Outreach Love Center. I love this church and I wanted a fresh word. And so I'm there and I'm just spending some time with the Lord in my study and he gave me a fresh word that came from an old truth. And so I just want to read this simple scripture to you And I wanna unpackage for a little bit and I hope and pray that this morning, the word of God is going to bring life into your journey. It's gonna bring a smile to your dial, joy into your spirit, purpose into your steps and hopefully hope into your life again. If you have your Bibles, would you go with me to the book of Jeremiah chapter 29, a well-known verse. You might have seen it growing up like on a needlepoint kind of deal on your grandmother's wall, but don't allow the familiarity of this verse rob you of the formidability of this verse to overcome the powers of darkness in the world, the feeling of helplessness in this world. Don't allow the fact that this hung on your grandmother's wall rob you of the reality that he wants this to beat in each and every single one of yours hearts. Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11, the Bible declares, for I know the plans. Oh, I like that. God right away letting you know at the beginning of 2022, whether or not you've got off to a good start or a bad start, irrespective of whether or not you had a great 21 or a terrible 21, He's letting you know at the beginning of this new year, this new year that's a gift from God, this new year that is a present from heaven, I know the plans I have for you. Each and every single one of you, I know you by name, I knit you together in your mother's womb. I have spoken purpose into your existence. I'm acquainted with every single day that you have lived. I have in my hand every single day still to come and I have a plan for your life, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and you will find me when you seek me with all of your heart. Here is the simple word for my friends at Stevens Creek in the 1030 gathering on the 2nd of January, 2022. God wants you to get your hopes up again. Would you get your hopes up again? Come on, just turn to your neighbor and just let them know. God wants you to get your hopes up. Come on, turn to your other neighbor and say, hey, second choice, God wants you to get your hopes up. Come on, we're living in a time where there is a negative spirit in the earth that's trying to tell you not to get your hopes up. The darkness in the world, division in society, the disappointment in our days has caused us to fear hope. Because if we hope for something and we're disappointed, we will feel down indeed. So there's a spirit in the earth that's telling you don't get your hopes up. Hey, UGA fans, I'm here to let you know, it's time to get your hopes up. The Atlanta Braves broke the curse, and now you're going to get to walk in freedom into a potential national championship. Everyone telling you, don't get your hopes up, say, hey, that's a lie from the devil. I got told by the preacher that I need to get my hopes up. In all seriousness, for the children of God, he was here to hear this morning. Irrespective of what you've come through, irrespective of what you're dealing with, irrespective of what you're wrestling with, irrespective of the dysfunction that might mark your world and your journey, God is still looking at you fair and square in the eye and lovingly telling you, friend, son, daughter, it's time to get your hopes up. You might have rolled in here with your hopes like a one out of ten. Come on, he wants to take you out of this message to 9 out of 10. And then you're going to go hit Cracker Barrel, have yourself some Sunday chicken, and they'll take you all the way to 10 out of 10. I'm feeling like my hopes are up. You need to get your hopes up because God designed your life in such a way to run off hope. You can only go so far without it. But with it, there is no hurdle you can't clear, no mountain you can't climb, no deep hole you can't dig yourself out of when you have hope. That's the reason in the book of Isaiah chapter 40, it declares, for the hope of the Lord is my strength. I have hope in the Lord. Those who hope on the Lord, those who wait on the Lord, they are going to see their strength renewed. Even young men grow tired and weary. Even young women, like they stumble and fall. But the reality is all of us can surge through life with youthful exuberance if we learn how to get our hopes up. Hope is fuel for your soul. You can't run off just positive circumstance. You can't just run off things going your way and I'm feeling like I'm gonna attack it, no, no. When you have a soul full of hope, it's amazing how you power through life. Come on, you need hope. You need hope because hope protects your heart. When you have hope, when you have a joyful expectation for the future, when you have a confident countenance knowing that there are better days ahead. Come on, when you have hope, when you can see the light at the end of the tunnel, when you have a belief that God is in control and he's on your side and he will show up, when you have that, it protects your heart. You need hope for heart health. Did you know this about Pastor Dave, that he's got a weird aversion to fish? I learned this last night. We went to a beautiful Japanese restaurant called Koi here in Augusta. You know what I'm saying? I had Japanese food all over the world. Never had Japanese food in Augusta. You know what I'm saying? We are a long way from Tokyo. And so that was an experience last night, and it was delicious. It was delightful. It was a little American-y, but it was wonderful for an Augusta experience. And Dave would share with me, hey, you know what? I've got a strange aversion to fish. Can't touch fish. Don't want to smell fish. Don't want to look at fish. Definitely don't want to eat fish. But even though Dave has an aversion to fish, he still takes fish oil tablets, maybe the most fishy of all fish products. Why? Because he knows that fish oil is going to help him with heart health, and you need heart health. So even though he's got an aversion to fish oil, he'll take fish oil because heart health is essential. The Bible makes it clear that hope not only gives you strength for every single day, not only helps you chugging forward in life, it also helps protect your heart. That's the reason in the book of Proverbs chapter 13, it says hope deferred makes the heart sick. No hope in your heart, you get sick. Your heart gets dysfunctional things start falling apart. But with hope, it's amazing what you can walk through. It's amazing what you can deal with. It's amazing what life can throw up, but you can face it with a smile. Come on, you need hope because not only does it give you power and strength to do each and every single day for the glory of God, come on, you need hope because it protects your heart. And the Bible also makes it clear, you gotta protect your heart because from your heart, springs forth every issue in life. Or in other words, how your heart goes, so your life goes. A healthy heart, you deal with life well. An unhealthy heart, life becomes a challenge. May I suggest to you the reason some of y'all have struggled so much in your journey is because you're lacking hope. Can I suggest to you that the reason you're fighting so much more passionately and arguing so much Quicker and losing your temper so much faster is because your heart is low on hope. It has caused your heart to get sick. And because of that, everything that flows from that heart in your life is marked by a tinge of unhealth. Come on, we need to get our hopes up because you need strength for your days you need power to fulfill God's purpose. You need hope, people, come on, because it protects your heart, and without, without hope, your heart gets sick. And I'm telling you, why else you need hope? You need hope because faith and hope are intertwined. They're interconnected. That's the reason Hebrews chapter 11, it tells us this is what faith is. Faith is a confidence in what you hope for. They're interdependent. I like saying this. Faith is like the promise Hope is the path to that promise. No hope, you can't walk that path, you won't taste that promise. They are interconnected. That's the reason there are so many people who have walked away from faith in the last couple of years. Why? They've just lost hope. That's the reason there are so many people deconstructing. It's not because they have an issue with Jesus Jesus is beautiful, Jesus is strong, Jesus is powerful. Just in the muck and the mess and the mire, they have lost hope, a joyful expectation for the future, and because of their hope failing, their faith has faded. We need, come on, to get our hopes up again because it gives you power to walk into your purpose and protects your heart in dark days. And your faith requires hope to thrive. Can someone say a good amen to that? Turn to your neighbors again and say, come on, you've got to get your hopes up. Come on, you've got to get your hopes up. So here's the reality, but hope has been hard recently. In fact, I would dare say in living memory, hope has never been quite as difficult Come on, it's hard to have a joyful expectation for your future when our present is marked by so much darkness, division, and disappointment. Come on, it's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel when it feels like our world is getting darker and darker and darker. Come on, hope has been really hard. Come on, let's be honest right now. It's hard to have a belief in a positive future. It's hard to believe the best is yet to come. When we've all journeyed through maybe the worst season in our lives. So Houston and Augusta, we have a problem. You need hope. God wants to get your hopes up. At the beginning of 2022, he's saying there is so much power, there is so much promise, there is so much faith, there is so much miraculous that he wants to experience. But you'll only get it when you have your hopes high. But we find ourselves in a situation where hope is hard. Hope is hard when you turn on the news and it feels like every story is a bad news story. Come on, hope is hard when you read articles about culture and society and it feels like everything is just getting crazier and crazier and crazier. Come on, hope is hard when you find yourself in a household where where things are out of alignment and and there's tension and there's turmoil and there's fighting and there's bickering. Come on, hope is hard when you find yourself in a nine to five grind and it feels like instead of getting easier, it's getting harder and harder. Come on, hope is hard when you're struggling financially and you're trying to make ends meet, when those ends are trying to run away from one another. Come on, hope is hard when you aren't getting along with your spouse or your children. Come on, hope is hard when it's been an entire year since your kid has come along to church and they don't seem to have any interest in the things of God anymore. Hope has been harder than ever, especially for those who are wrestling with sickness or illness or disease and they're going, dead. God is Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. I see testimonies all the time, but where's my testimony? Where's my story? The reality is hope is hard. So you be forgiven to feel like your hope is waning, and if you find yourself here on the second of January, twenty twenty-two, feeling like you have less hope than you did in January second, two thousand and nineteen, you wouldn't be alone. Because the reality is, the statistics in America are showing that we are losing hope. That a large polling agency in the states asks this question every single year how hopeful are you for the future? How much belief do you have that things are gonna get better? In 2019, 54% of Americans said, I'm hopeful that the future is bright. In 2020, at the end of 2020, that number had dropped to 47%. And just a month ago, the stats were in, when Americans were asked, how hopeful are you for your future? That number had dropped to 33%. Only one in three people sit here this morning feeling like this year is going to be better than the year before. We need to get our hopes up because you need hope to thrive. But hope has been hard. And if you feel hope is hard, you're not alone. That's the reason, as I was spending time with Jesus, asking for a very specific word for my friends at Stevens Creek, God led me to that scripture. Because I felt the Holy Spirit tell me that there are going to be many people at Stevens Creek on the 2nd of January who are going to be dressed in their Sunday best with a smile on their dial and a hallelujah in their mouth, but in their heart, there's going to be very little hope. And in a dark time, thousands of years ago, God gave them a great promise that brought hope. In a time for the Israelites where they felt like hope was gone. The nation had fallen apart. The commandments have been forgotten. The promises felt further away than ever. Enemies were surrounding them. God spoke this word that resonates to this day. I know you're feeling hopeless right now. I know you're scared about this year. I know you're worried about here's another variant that's gonna come along and just knock everything off its axis again. And then to the middle of that, God booms truth. He clears his celestial throat and he speaks. I know the plans that I have for you. Come on, there are plans to prosper you. I'm not here to hurt you. I wanna give you a hope and a future. For then you're going to call on me, and you're going to seek me, and you're going to find me. When you seek me with all of your heart, you're going to find me like never before. Come on, smile. That brings hope to your heart. If you're here this morning and you're going, you know what, my hopes are pretty low right now for 2022. In fact, I'm afraid to hope because I don't want to feel disappointment again. God wants to let you know, it's okay, son. It's okay, sweetheart, it's okay to get your hopes up. So I just wanna share three truths that will get your hopes up this morning. And I hope and pray that for many days to come in 2022, a random Chinese guy in a cool shirt with a large upper body is going to come to your mind and it's gonna remind you, come on, to get your hopes up. Come on, I speak this out of faith. I'm telling you, even throughout the course of this week, when things get a little bit kind of, you know, just a little bit shaky in the household. I'm just believing in faith. There's going to be a man who's going to turn to, a, uh, t- turn to his wife and say, you know what, sweetheart, we're going to get our hopes up. Come on. There's going to be a child going to a parent. Hey, hey, don't get, hey, we're going to get our hopes up. Come on. There's a grandparent who's going to tell all of the, grand- hey, we're going to get our hopes up. Three reasons why you can get your hopes up in 2022. If you have a, uh, uh, a leather-bound journal or a pen, you can pull that out right now. An old mentor of mine used to tell me that a blunt pencil is more effective than a sharp mind in remembering the things that God whispers to you about. I'm not trying to tell you that you need to take notes to get into heaven. I'm just saying, why take a chance? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so open up that notebook and write there, get your hopes up. If you've got a little bit of like kind of urban, you know, kind of ghetto, uh, get your hopes up. Get your hopes up. If you have like an iPhone or an iPad, you can open up the note app and thank the Lord Jesus for Steve Jobs as you do so. That's a wonderful piece of technology you have right there. you have an Android device or a Google device, you can put it away, I've got nothing for you from this point on the message. Three reasons why you can get your hopes up based on this word that hangs on your grandmother's wall but he wants it to hang on your heart. Reason number one, God has a plan. Write that down, God has a plan. Any preacher, pastor, propagator of the gospel who is going to detail for you exactly how 2022 is going to go is at best working from fantasy, at worst working from foolishness because the reality is not one of us are guaranteed tomorrow. Our life is like a vapor. It's here today. It's gone tomorrow. Instead, every single day, we should say, if it's the Lord's will, we're going to get about today. We do not have the lens to see into the future. But I'm here to let you know, the one who holds the future has a plan. And if God desires and has designed for you to live another day, know that every single day you live is not one that's marked by just circumstance or happenstance or randomness or confusion. No, every single day you get to live is a day lived that was planned by God. Smile, that's good news. Because life's different when you know there's a plan. I learned this in 2012 when I went to Disneyland for the first time and I went without a plan. I got told it's the happiest place on earth. But Dan, you need to make a plan. I say, I don't make plans. I'm a man. I like to assess, adapt, overcome. I'm like a dude who like kind of likes to like like fly by the seat of his pants. Like I I don't want to kind of wreck the adventure by making too much of a plan. So we go into Disneyland in 2012, it was August, it was like 104 degrees. Got my wife, I got a, how old was Caitlin and Josiah? They're like nine and seven or something like that and we're in there and I'm telling you now, it wasn't the happiest place, it was hell on earth. (laughs) Like waited a whole hour, the whole first hour we waited there at the, it's a small world ride, you know what I'm saying? And that's creepy, it's a small, it's creepy. (laughs) Waited a whole hour to kind of like, you know, create nightmares in my head. And now we're waiting in the second line and it's like a 90-minute wait. We spent all the money we had on like a turkey leg. We spent, <laughs> we, we, we drunk all the water rations. The children are running around and they're full of energy. I grabbed the boy and I just start giving the speech to the family. This is the happiest place on earth. Sarah, so be quiet. <laughs> no word of lies, a woman looking at me like just holding this boy, and then I kind of, what are you looking at? And then I discovered that I wasn't holding my boy, <laughs> I was holding her boy. And I just grabbed a random child and started, so I lost the kid, spent all the money, starting to get dehydrated, lost a child. It was horrible. So Krista, my wife, who's a planner, said, no, 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 we need to call a timeout. So we're gonna catch the shuttle and we're going back to the hotel, we're having a cold shower, and my wife was gonna make a plan. And so she, we got back and we're at the hotel and Chris is there, so she's like going, I think I, I think I know how this works. If we go in and we go to the first place, we can get a fast pass and then we go line up somewhere, we go do that ride and on the way to use that fast pass, we can grab a, so there's, there's like a Disney princess right here, going, sir, that actually works, that's great, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, we went back into Disneyland in a couple of hours with a plan. And it was still wild, it was still crazy, it was still hot, turkey legs still required me to take my mortgage out again on my house, you know what I'm saying? But we had the best day ever, you know what I'm saying? We're grabbing a fast pass, we're lining up here, we're doing the ride, grab another fast pass, do another ride here. We spent all of our money again on one turkey leg, but this time we rationed it, one bite for you, one bite for you, one bite for you, we worked it Life is different when you know there's a plan. If you walk away with nothing else this morning, I hope and pray that you walk away with this, that your life is not unfolding by accident. You're not being tossed around by the waves or the tides of the earth. You are held in the strong right hand of a good, good Father, and in the heart of this Father, there is a plan. I know the plans. You might not know the plan. It might not feel like there's a plan. It might feel like every good plan has been forgotten, but we are reminded, come on, at the beginning of 2022, every single day we are afforded is a day that's marked by His good plan. And His plan is for good. Point number two, write this down. You can get your hopes up because not only does God have a plan, God will provide. He's got a good plan. I've got a plan to prosper you. Or in other words, to take you forward. There are some people in this room right now who feel stuck in life. Can't let you know that for the child of God, stuck is only just a season because he wants to prosper you and take you forward. He wants to remind you, come on, I'm not here to harm you. He has to remind us of that because way too many people have been raised with a religious mindset of God. Somewhere along the line, you were in Sunday school and you got told that God was an angry guy in the sky with a lightning bolt in his hand ready to take you out the moment you break one of his commands. That's the reason you're always freaking out about him. That's the reason you think anytime something goes wrong, it's God punishing you. you got to understand, God does not punish as much as he disciplines He's not the vindictive guy in the sky who just loses his temper and gets angry and wipes things out. No, he is the God who is a loving father by nature. And if and when we feel pain, it's discipline trying to course correct so that you can experience, come on, more of intimacy with him. I'm not here to harm you. No, I've got hope for you. Come on, I've got a future for you. Come on, smile. That's really good news that we're reminded not only does God have a plan, but God will provide. Come on, he's gonna make a way. Turn to your neighbor and let him know God's gonna make a way. I feel, it feels like we are at a roadblock. Come on, it feels like we are loggerheads. Come on, it feels like we're at the end of the road, but I'm here to let you know that God in his nature will make a way. He will provide. That's his name. Some of our names here mean a lot. Some of our names here do, do, doesn't, really mean, doesn't really mean a lot. Like for me, my name is Daniel. Daniel means God is my judge. I don't really walk around that much feeling like I need to judge people or God is ju- I, I, I'm not really connected to the meaning of my name. Now, Dave means like, like, like beautiful salt and pepper head man with days and <laughs> days of dad jokes. You know what I'm saying? So Dave Willis is living out his name I'm not living out, but you understand that God has names and He takes His name seriously. And one of His names is Jehovah Jireh. It's who He is. He can't help Himself, but make a way. Turn to your neighbor again. Come on, He's seriously, He's gonna make a way. In 2022, He's gonna make a way. I know it's scary out there, but He's gonna make a way. I know things feel like they're getting madder and madder, but He's going to make a way. I know that some of you feel like you're going more and more backwards financially, but he's gonna make a way. I know that some of you guys are feeling so much pain in your heart, and you don't know when that is going to relent. He is going to, come on, make a way. God will provide. Smile, that's really good news. He takes his name seriously, and because of that, you can get your hopes up. God's got a plan. He will provide. And thirdly, I want you to write this down. God will be present. He is in every day of 2022 already. And He's beckoning you forward. And because of that, you can have hope. That's the reason He says here I allow you to go through a season of pain, I allow you to go through a season of confusion. Because maybe in the darkness, you'll start to really appreciate the light. And when you call on me, I'm going to hear you. When you seek me with all of your heart, I'm going to fill every bit of that space with my presence. And maybe that's the reason God allowed us to go through what we went through in the last 18, 19 months. Because even more than just being a cool vending machine in the sky who we work out how to, you know, we feed it the right things, good things kind of pop out. Maybe he's a good father who wants to have intimacy with his children. And he'll allow us to go through these kinds of seasons so that maybe we might actually seek him. Come on, with all of our heart. Not just throw him the leftovers. But with every part of our being say, God. I don't know what lies around the corner, but right now in this moment, I'm reaching out to you. Why can you get your hopes up? God's got a plan. Why can you get your hopes up? He promises to provide. Why can you get your hopes up? He promises to be there. That's what won my heart to Jesus. As a 17 year old, just asking questions about Christianity and and faith, I'm a freshman in college and I knew about God, I knew about faith, but honestly up to that point, I thought that every world religion was basically the same. Just different paths heading to the same destination. Depending on what corner of the earth you were born in, you would either take take this path or or that path or that path. And every good religious person will basically just end up in the same place. I always used to think that all religions were the same until I met a pastor who shared the gospel with me. And I remember sharing my philosophy with him and he said, no, 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 you gotta understand that every other world religion is built on that premise, that if you are good and you do A, B, and C, that one day you'll be removed from this earth to be with God, but Christianity is the opposite. It's not about you being good to get out of this earth, it's about a good God who stepped into the earth to be with us every single day. And He doesn't leave us and He doesn't forsake us. Every twist and every turn, every up and every down, every successful season, every crushing loss, He will be there. And I speak this out in the name of Jesus. In 2022, you're gonna feel His presence like you haven't in many, many years. You're gonna see Him, you're gonna feel Him, you're gonna hear Him, you're gonna sense Him, you're gonna seek Him with all of your heart and He will be found you. Get your hopes up because He will be present. Because I was writing this word I'm telling you it felt like God whispers to me and says hey Dan I'm actually speaking this to you because I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm coming into 2022 a little nervous. And I'm not even a UGA fan, you know what I'm saying? Like, But I've always just been a naturally hopeful person. You know what I'm saying? Like I've always just been a, a glass half full kind of individual, even my blood type is positive. You know I'm like? I don't know what happened to me. I've just always been that guy. I don't know, because my mother didn't breastfeed me, she gave me Red Bull, I don't know what happened, but. I've just always been a hope-filled, hey, we can do it kind of person. I'm telling you, by the end of 2021, with wave after wave of disappointment, you know what I'm saying? You think you're through something, and then there's a variant of something coming. You think that the world is coming together, and then something else splits it apart. You think that things are getting sane again, but then insanity rises again. You, you feel like this is just not, not stopping or unending. I was feeling that way by the end of 2021. And then I started just preparing for this message and God started speaking this to my heart. And I experienced a promise from Romans chapter 15 and verse 13, manifest in my journey. Romans chapter 15 and verse 13 says, may the God of hope, can I remind you that our God is the God of hope. He's not the God of confusion. He's not the God of fear. He's not the God of, hey, you made your bed, now you need a lion it. he's the God of hope. May He fill your heart with joy and peace as you trust in Him, so you may overflow with hope. I'm telling you now, I started feeling that reality manifest in my life, and I'm here to declare to you, I'm here to testify to you. After about a week and a bit, kind of reflecting on this Word, I'm entering, come on, 2022, with hope like I haven't felt in years because I know for a fact that my God has a plan for the Leanne's life. Every single day that I'm afforded, it was written in a scroll before the beginning of time. And what was written was a good story with a good ending for God's glory and every single step, no matter whether or not I'm standing on the top of a mountain, singing the hills are alive with the sound of music, or I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death, my God is with me as He's with you is present. So get your hopes up. Get your hopes up. All week long get your hopes up. Every single morning look in the mirror get your hopes up. Before you start your car and go to work look in that rear vision mirror and say get your hopes up and then start looking through the windscreen because it's scary when you drive just looking in the rear vision mirror. Get your hopes up. And I believe with all of my heart as the hope begins to rise that comes from the Father in heaven who promises to pour into you by His Holy Spirit. You're going to have strength for for your days. Though the craziness rages around, you're going to have peace in your heart. And this hope is going to provide a pathway into every good and miraculous promise that he has made to you. Can someone say a good amen to that? So let's wrap up our time. The keyboard is playing, which is a reminder of time to wrap it up. You know what I'm saying? I love when the keyboard's playing in the background. Doesn't it feel good? You just feel Jesus' presence just a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? When the keyboards are playing. Just stop, stop, stop right now for a bit. See, he's gone. Bring him back. I'm messing around. He's always present. I going to wrap up my time just doing two simple things. Like number one, there are a bunch of people here in this room who over the last 30 minutes have been just wondering to themselves, like how did he get such a big upper body? Second of all, you've been thinking to yourself, Does he actually work out his legs? The third thing you've been thinking to yourself is this. (laughs) I don't even have Jesus. Okay, big Chinese man, like us nice, I wanna have hope, but you're talking about this Jesus that has a plan for me and this God who wants to provide for me and this God who wants to be with me. I don't even have Jesus. And I want to let you know that Christianity isn't just a religion about rules and regulations. Nothing could be further from the truth. It's not about jumping through religious hoops or clearing legalistic bars. It's about recognizing that God loves you and comes to find you exactly where you are. And even here this morning and in our South Campus, he's been knocking at your heart's door. You've been wondering to yourself over the last 31 minutes, is that what it feels like when God speaks to you and tries to get through to you? I'm here to let you know, my friend, the answer is yes, yes, a million times yes, that's what it feels like. And if you wanna start a journey with God, you just have to open your heart, come on, to His love. So there's no better way to end the first service that you've been to in 2022 with seeing someone, come on, open up their heart to King Jesus. So with every eye closed and no one looking around, can I ask you this question, friend? Do you have Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior? I'm not talking about do you have religion. I'm not talking about do you have knowledge about God. I'm not talking about do you come along to church every now and then. I'm talking about have you humbled yourself and opened up your heart to Jesus? And if that's you, I wanna give you a chance to this morning invite Him to be your Lord and Savior. I wanna lead you in a prayer that heaven will hear and will change your eternity. So with every eye closed and no one looking around in this room, in South Campus, maybe even watching online, if that's you and you're saying, I want Jesus to be my Lord and Saviour, when I count to three, I want you to lift your hand high in the sky. I wanna lead you in a prayer that heaven will hear. So if that's you with every eye closed, if you're saying, I want Jesus to be my Lord and Saviour, right now at the beginning of 2022, When I count to three, lift your hand. Ready? One, two, three. Lift your hand high in the sky. There's hands everywhere. Keep them lifted. Your hands are raised for different reasons, but I'm here to let you know, irrespective of why your hand is raised, the same outcome is on offer to you. Jesus Christ being your Lord and Savior, here on earth and into forever, Keep your hands raised. I want you to pray this prayer after me. Every single person in this room, especially if you lifted your hand, come on, pray it out loud. Dear Jesus, come on, pray it out loud. Dear Jesus, I invite you to be my Lord and Savior. I turn from my own way, I turn to your way. Thank you for the price you paid on the cross to give me hope. Fill me with your spirit. Help me live now for your glory. Amen. Can you put your hands together for all the people who lifted theirs? Like, wow. I'm going to be hanging around the front. And for every single person who lifted their hand, I want you to know we're pumped about your jump, but we're committed to your journey. And for some of you guys, it was like, hey, it's just been a while since I surrendered my life to Jesus. Come on, amazing. For others, you're going, you know what, Dan? I've never done this before. Irrespective of why you lifted your hand, I would love to meet you. If you don't want to come and say hey to me because you're physically intimidated by me, because I look like Jackie Chan on steroids, I absolutely get it. I want you to still come forward and meet with my friend who's much less intimidating, Dave Willis, and I want, we want to talk to you. Is that cool? Okay? And for the rest of us, with every eye open and every head raised and everyone looking around in a judgmental manner. Now in all seriousness, the Bible tells us that God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Do you know that as the created, if you wanna receive from heaven, it begins with you just receiving, humbling yourself. And there's nothing quite as humbling as saying, you know what, that's me with people watching, am I right? So can we just hold God to his promise that if you're here this morning and you know that you have lost hope throughout 2021 and you need, come on, to, to, to have help to get your hopes up again with every eye open and every head raised and everyone looking around, if that's you and you know that you've lost hope and you need your hope restored, lift your hand high in the sky right now. See, you're not alone. Keep him lifted. Jesus, you tell us that if we would humble ourselves, you would give. So this is us with our hands raised in humility. Give my family here at Stevens Creek Church hope that comes from you. A joyful, confident expectation for the future. The truth that the best is yet to come resonating in their spirit. And I thank you, God. This will increase as the year goes on. And everyone who is confident that their hopes are going to get up said, Amen. Come on, they said. Let's praise Him in this room. Thanks for listening. If you would like to help support the ministries of Stevens Creek Church,